Welcome into the Snapped Podcast, my personal audio journal. My name is Tyler Kluver. I'm a personal trainer and podcaster, but it gets a little bit deeper than that. And this show is going to give you an inside look on my thoughts concerning health and fitness, business, mindset, and creating the life that you feel lucky to live. I hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, and let's have a day. Oh, another Friday podcast. He forgot to do it on Wednesday. He's doing it on Friday. It's okay. Everybody chill out. Everybody chill. I'm chill. Totally just let you go on Wednesday. Told you last week, hey, I'm going to be in Indianapolis. I'm going to be traveling. We're going to get it done. Didn't get it done. Didn't come through. And hey, guess what? We are realizing that when I'm on the road, I'm not great at the normal routine, at remembering and sticking to, I'm going to sweat my ass off if I keep my hood up. Had to throw this hoodie on because otherwise I would have been doing this no shirt. I've done that before. Yes, not going to do it today. Just decided to keep the pecs away today. But we're back for another episode. Episode 82 today is going to be called no plan B and no, it has nothing to do with uh, world contraception. So maybe a bad title, but it is what it is and no plan B. We're going to get into that in a second. Before we do that, let's talk about this past week. Today is the first day back home, full day back home after being in Indianapolis for four nights, four days. Five days, four nights, and uh, we were at Volleyball Nationals, Wife Coaches Club Volleyball Nationals. It was a good time. All that chatta chatta. Um, what the fuck? Chatta chatta? Yada yada is what I meant to say? I don't know. Clearly, we're befuddled. Befuzzled? Befuzzled. Kill him, dude. Someone put a gun to his head. Just let him go. I'm going nuts. I can't even speak. Told you guys last week that, hey, I'm going to update you guys on my routine, my current protocol within supplements, when I work out, how I structure my workouts, how long they go, when I'm going to sleep, what's up, um, when I'm taking those supplements, what kind of food I'm eating, how many calories. We're not going to do that. We're pushing that back another week because when things are relevant and on my mind, that's where we go. Uh, last week. On the way to Minneapolis, I got a text from a acquaintance, I would say. Honestly, never even talked to the guy. Only online, 2022. It is what it is. And uh, we've talked about some stuff before in the fitness space. And this time he sends me a text and says, hey, would you be interested in being one of the speakers or the weekly rotary meeting that I attend on Wednesday nights. I'm familiar with the rotary. And I'm sure many of you are as well. Some of you may attend. Hell, some of you, maybe some of you will be at the rotary meeting that I'm going to end up speaking at. Who knows? So I let it sink. I let it simmer. I let it boil, marinate. And I think, you know what? Sure. 
I'll speak. I respond back. We figure out some details. Hey, is there anything specific you want me to talk about? Yada, yada. Uh, ultimately, the narcissist inside of me won, won out. I don't know if it's actually the narcissist. In my opinion, how often? And maybe it'll be forever. I don't know. Some people are like that. Some people do great shit like that. And people want them to come and speak or want to listen to them talk for their entire lives. But I don't know how long that will be me. It used to be a thing that when we were at Iowa, it was when a little kid comes up or somebody in public notices you and wants to take a picture or wants to grab an autograph, as weird as that may feel to you, specifically the group that I was with, because none of us were really the star football player, right? So it didn't, if you're a star and you're one of the more popular guys, you're a running back, you're a quarterback, then it makes sense. That's just what you do. That's part of the gig. You're going to sign autographs and take pictures. But when you're the long snapper and they just want a picture because you're on the Iowa football team and you're with a couple other guys that are also on the Iowa football team and you're packed in like sardines at a restaurant trying to just eat on a, you know, a Thursday night, it's like, ah, sign an autograph. Like, do, do they really want this autograph or they're just kind of like doing it to do it? But you do the autograph, you take the picture because the principle is how long are people going to want you to sign something? For how long are people want to, going to want to, when they randomly see you and recognize you, first of all, just being recognized in public is sort of a rare thing by strangers. But how long is that going to last in your life where you're relevant enough for people to want a picture? They want to capture the moment that they were in the same place as you. So you do that because that's pretty damn cool. In a similar sense here, how long in my life am I going to be relevant enough for people to ask me to speak in front of groups of people about my life and my experiences, right? So we go. So we are going to speak at this meeting. Water. Respect. Therefore, I'm going to need something to talk about at this meeting. And I feel a little bit um, underqualified to be someone who speaks in front of people. It's not that I feel uncomfortable speaking in front of people. In fact, that's what I'm doing to you right now. It's a little um, disconnected because I'm actually not speaking in front of a single person as I do this live. But this does go out to 150, 180, maybe 200 people. I don't know. You crazy bastards are growing this little podcast to a, to a larger number than I thought possible. On the walk-ons, we're speaking to thousands of people twice a week. And then last year, I, you know, I picked up the old post-game radio gig, and that's even more people. Thousands of people driving, either sitting at their house after an Iowa game or, or driving home from the game with the radio on listening to me break down what just happened. So I feel comfortable. It's partially what I do. Not only that, but as a coach, you know, I've, I've been up in front of 35, 40 people leading a class, having to control a group of people. Um, I talk to clients every day. I'm good at, I'm, I don't know if I'd say I'm good, but I'm comfortable talking in front of, any amount of people. 
but am I qualified? Is there anything of value that I have to give those people that I'm talking to? I don't know if it's imposter syndrome so much, but in my life with what I do, the word expert feels very far away from what I would call myself on anything. There's maybe one thing and I'm rusty at it yet, but I'm, I will accept, I will accept it. There's one thing in my life that I'm personally feel like I'm an expert on, and that would be long snapping a football, right? Not a super sought after skill, not something people are going to bring you in to talk about specifically. Although on several occasions, I have talked to some specialist groups about it. So, you know, when I think of someone talking in front of a group of people, I think of, oh, they're an expert or They have something of severe value. They have a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience at something that they they can now sparse into words. Usually I'm yawning and now I'm burping. What the fuck? Um, Into a speech and tell that to people to somehow provide them perspective or give them value or entertain them, right? I wouldn't place myself in that category. So I'm sitting here thinking, and it's kind of been on my mind, what am I going to tell these people? Right? I've been asked to talk about my story, which is unique. But if I just tell my story and give my autobiography, it feels like it's a little thin, right? Hey, I'm Tyler, grew up in Marshalltown, ended up becoming a long snapper. Then I went to Iowa, played for four years. Now I do a podcast about what I did, right? There's not a lot of, what do they take away from that? Cool. They got to hear a little bit more detail about who I am. Some random guy that is speaking at their weekly meeting. I want to provide them value. And so I started thinking about other people who have talked in front of people and where they've gone and how they've provided value. And a lot of people talk about the struggles they've been through. That's a big one. Relatable, applicable with strategy on how to deal with those struggles, get out of tough spots, work through hard things in someone's life. Problem is, and uh, you know, I don't know why, very thankful for it. I have struggled very little in my life. Almost none in reality. Real struggle, real hurt, real um, obstacles, real, you know, anything of real substance. Like, um, I, I, I feel like I have not gone through many, much of that. And I could go into details. I just haven't. So I don't, I don't think I can speak from, I don't think I'm going to be able to provide a lot of value there. The one thing that keeps coming to mind is somehow, some way I've fallen into this dumb life where I control almost completely entirely 
already in my mid twenties, my schedule, my income, where I work from, if I want to do something on a specific day or if I don't, how much I can spend time with my wife or my friends, how much I can put into fitness. And I don't feel like I've done anything special, but I feel like the result or at least the landing spot for me right now has been a place where a lot of people wish they could be. My day-to-day situation of personal career freedom, making money online, from home, freedom of schedule, no boss, no clocking in, no mandatory work hours each week. It's a place that a lot of people envy. And I'm trying to figure out how the fuck I got here. And the one thing, and it, it, was, it wasn't me who came up with it organically. It was something I heard from somebody else that I think actually relates to the big things that sort of bullet point my life up through this point, basically starting in freshman year high school um, 13 years ago is best described by the phrase, there is no plan B. And this is going to be what I craft a 15 to 20 minute speech around. There is no plan B. What do I mean by that? What do you think about? When you hear that phrase, there is no plan B. You might think it's a negative thing. It's a bad thing. Unprepared. Lazy. Fear. I think I come at it from a different angle. Unintentionally. And it speaks to the natural discipline that I have and that I've crafted as well. Speaks to my motivations, speaks to the logical side of me, and sort of how I, th- um, how I perceive and think about the language we use, because I'm very big on language. Language meaning what we tell ourselves and what we tell others, and the narrative that we craft becomes what we verbalize. It's the most prevalent on the front of our mind, things that we think about and that we're doing. Those thoughts become words. Words become actions. Actions become habits. When there's no plan B, there is no option to fail. When you are attacking plan A, the only plan, whatever goal or progress you're trying to reach. There's one option. Well, there's two options. Do or do not do. And it makes it very clear that if you don't do the things you know you need to do, 
well, you're clearly not going to reach your goal or your progress or the next step or the next uh, promotion or move from the B team to the A team or XYZ, plug it in. It makes it crystal clear that there is one path and it's the path of work and dedication and discipline and giving everything that you have regardless of whatever result you're going to end up getting. Because you know that that is the only reason or the only way that you may find success. And choosing to not do any of those things will certainly not get you to where you want to be. That is the definition of no plan B. When you put plan B into the equation, well, now there's three paths or maybe four or five or whatever. You cloud the situation. You say, okay, here's plan A. Here are the behaviors, things, activities, projects, uh, whatever it may be that I need to do for the best success. On the other side is that not doing anything, which we know is ultimately not going to get you anywhere. But then plan B and C and D are all in the middle. And subconsciously, you make it okay for plan A not to work out. Subconsciously, you start to leak energy into, well, I know that getting up at five and getting an hour workout in would, you know, really be that plan A option. But plan B, you know, I've got this second plan. And if I get up at 5.30 and only do a half hour working out, I'm still going to be putting in some effort. I'm still going to, you know, I'm still going to be following one of my plans. It's not the best plan. You start to subconsciously be okay with not doing the most. Slacking. And you make excuses for yourself because, yeah, I mean, you know, plan A didn't work out, but we got, we got another one. We're not total failures. And that's just not the, the way my brain works. And it's the way that I've attacked uh, the long snapping when I decided that that's what I was going to do for college. It's the mindset I used without even really thinking about actively thinking about it this way when I got to Iowa city and, and um, when I personally thought about my career and how my four or five years at Iowa were going to turn out, there was one plan. When we started the podcast, there was only one plan. There was hardly a plan A. You just do it. There is no plan. There's no plan B. And because there's been no plan B, and I'm good at working hard and showing up consistently, and I get a little lucky and uh, slightly creative and slightly business savvy, shit has worked out. But who knows what would have happened if I would have gave myself that out 
So that's, uh, that's what I'm thinking about talking about. Hopefully that resonates. I don't know if it will or not, but I think that's about the most value that I can provide. We'll see. Sorry about the delay on this podcast for this week. Again, I didn't even think about doing this podcast. It, it completely slipped my mind on Wednesday. And then on the drive home yesterday, I realized, shit, I got to do a snapped episode. Because there is no plan B for this podcast. It's one episode a week. Hey, plan A is we do an episode every Wednesday. Plan A didn't work. Well, so the, you know, the end question of this whole idea is what happens if plan A doesn't work out? You, you, you create a, pl- a new plan A. You readjust on the fly and get back to plan A as soon as possible. What does that look like? Well, we got Friday. We'll do a podcast Friday. Next week, we're back to plan A. We'll still get one out this week. It'll be a couple of days late. The last three weeks have been anyway, but we're still getting one out per week. Plan A. If plan B was, hey, if we miss Wednesday, we'll just skip that week. Who knows where this podcast would be? It applies to everything. I promise I will be giving you the protocol of all things Tyler Kluver on the next episode. Unless something comes, you know, unless something comes, but that is going to be an episode in the next two or three, I promise. Um, Episode 82, hope you enjoyed listening. Hope you have a fantastic 4th of July weekend. Until next week, we'll talk then. Peace.